Welcome to In Our Own Defense Podcast. We're your host, Attorney A.D. Winters, founder and managing attorney for VeteransDefender.com and Dr. Dolores Tarver, licensed psychologist. For more information about our podcast, just go to In Our Own Defense at Instagram or via email at inourowndefense at gmail.com. In Our Own Defense podcast, our mission is simple. We want to share truths and create dialogue while increasing our listeners' awareness of mental health concerns and fostering and developing a holistic wellness plan, which incorporates mental, physical, spiritual, financial, and intellectual components. Our goal is to discuss a range of topics, including but not limited to cultural, social, political, environmental, and mental health issues, and use this platform to create useful and realistic action plans to encourage wellness and attain our goals. As a reminder to our listeners, this website and this podcast doesn't constitute legal advice or create an attorney-client privilege, um, but we ask that you use this in order to enhance your life. The information contained is also not to be used to supplement the knowledge, skill, and judgment of, of qualified psychologists, psychiatrists, physicians, or other healthcare professionals. In this episode of In Our Own Defense Podcast, we have the very intelligent, diligent, impressive, and talented Mr. Calvin Mills Jr. He's the CEO and president of CMC Technology Solutions and SLT Technology, Inc. Joining the show to discuss how small businesses can leverage this disaster, this COVID-19 disaster, and turn it into an opportunity to grow. It is my pleasure to introduce Mr. Calvin Mills Jr., He is an award-winning serial tech entrepreneur and native of New Orleans, Louisiana. He is a computer science and business graduate of the Southern University A&M College College in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, succeeding as the founder, CEO, and president of CMC Technology Solutions and SLT Technology, Inc. Calvin has focused his pursuit on making a people-focused mark in this industry And as a dynamic speaker, mentor, and author, he continues to make a great difference in the lives of the next generation of entrepreneurs. Through his companies, Calvin is changing the dynamics of the technology workforce in Louisiana by helping to create the state's first apprenticeship program for information technology, as well as offering one-of-a-kind training to individuals looking to find employment in the technology field. Calvin is not Calvin is the only company in Louisiana to be backed by the global company Oracle for Workforce Development, making him a force to be reckoned with in his field. He shares his story of struggle and perseverance in his new book, No Secrets to Elevation, looking to uplift those looking for just the right kick. And Calvin has been awarded, um, you know, he's been the recipient of the 2006 U.S. Department of Homeland Security Small Business Achievement Award, 2008, the U.S. Small Business Administration, uh, Louisiana Minority Small Business Statewide Champion of the Year, 2008. He got the Louisiana Minority Small Business Statewide um, Champion uh, of the Year. And then in 2016, he was one of 50 business leaders invited to the White House uh, Business Summit 2017. He was Southern University Excellence and Leadership Award 2018. The Black Enterprise Magazine BE 100 Modern Man 2018. The National Small Business Association Board of Trustees appointment. And then uh, he got the Lou Shattuck Small Business Advocate of the Year in 2018. He's the current uh, recipient of that award. Um, you know, so as a reminder to our listeners, we want to ask you guys to come on and welcome with us, Mr. Calvin Mills Jr. Thank you. 
So welcome to the show, Mr. Mills. Thank you for that, having me. That is a super impressive resume there. Uh, and so we're going to get launched right into these questions because I know the viewers are wanting to get started on what you have to offer. So if you can just start by talking to us about what inspired you to launch and create your own business. Uh, and then after that, what was the impetus or ideology of your business formation? You know, honestly, I, I tell people all the time and I'm really a, a blunt speaker. I really just want to be my own boss. You know, I got tired of working hard 60 hours a week for other people and just getting a pat on the back while they got, you know, bonuses and stuff like that. And I said, you know what, I, I, I want to do this for myself and I want to I want to step out on faith and just trust God and, and do what I, I knew I could do best. And that was to be my own boss, to make a difference in, in my community. And I got started with my own business, really helping helping underprivileged kids and families out. You know, my first computer was to a family that couldn't afford a computer and I built one for them and was able to give them a computer for the price that they were looking to purchase for at Best Buy. So, you know, really and truly, I started because I wanted to be my own boss and be happier in life. All right. Make a difference in my community. Well, I find that fascinating. When I went to, you know, I, I went to undergraduate school with you there at Southern End. Uh, we were in ROTC together, and I've never seen anybody work this hard, Dr. Sarver. He is he has been relentless toward his pursuit of his goals. Even when we were in college, he played football. He was on, you know, he had, he worked at the at the uh, state capitol. All of this while you know uh, being a student. And and so, Kevin, my question to you, my first one is, what are some resources for small business owners? who may need to uh, seek financial assistance amid a prolonged COVID-19 outbreak or this this economic uh, shutdown, considering that according to the recent reports that I read in NPR, CNN and Fast Company, the payroll protection program um, of the CARES Act, that $349 billion apportionment uh, has been completely exhausted. What, what are some resources? So one of the first things that I would tell uh, our listeners especially the small business owners is that i will look to my state first uh i know here in the state of louisiana louisiana economic development have, has actually put together a fund funded with about 50 million dollars uh, for small business owners to go and apply for uh, loans for their businesses uh, on a federal level yes the 349 billion dollars that was appointed by congress has run out but there is another bill in place right now uh, initially, it was for $250 billion, but there have been talks uh, that it's going to have to be more than that, upwards of, of $1 trillion uh, for this next stimulus bill that comes out. But I would definitely look to uh, your state economic development uh, office. I would reach out to community banks, uh, to some nonprofits. There are a lot of nonprofits that are actually giving out small grants. Um, to small business owners to help them. Because at the end of the day, this nation uh, runs on the back of small business. And without small business, we don't have a flushing economy. That's fascinating. No, I, I think those are those are great workable solutions. And I'm sure our listeners are happy uh, to hear that. Dr. Charber? Yeah, and I, and I think uh, for both of us, and we're uh, small business owners as well, um, this information is useful. And we know that you do not have a crystal ball. Um, but what is your best estimate of how quickly um, or what you think it would take for a small business sector to recover once the COVID outbreak is under control or manageable? You know, honestly, it, it's 
I'm just going to be honest. It's going to take some time. You know, the president believes that, you know, we can just flip a switch and everything is going to go back to normal. But it's not. You have to realize that there are a lot of business owners that, you know, they rely on the walk-in traffic that comes into their business for the first time to, you know, to give them that type of revenue that they need along with their regular clients. But it's going to take a lot longer because once the country gets back open, the biggest thing is going to be trust again. People are going to have to trust that it's okay to go out. It's okay to go to the movies. It's okay to go get some ice cream. It's okay to go to the the little store that was downtown that, you know, you want to look at the boutique. It's going to take some time. You know, it's not going to be a, a quick fix. That's why, you know, uh, we've been urging so I sit on the National Small Business Association's Board of Directors, and we work directly with Congress uh, with the Small Business Committee. And we've been talking to them that this is going to take some time. It's not going to be an easy fix that they're going to have to work and, and, and help small businesses out, as well as the, the average American, because it's, it's, it's something that's going to be around for a while. And I think that's uh, those are that's very important to know, uh, Calvin. I think, Mr. Mills, if we look at it from this standpoint, um, you know, you put your business brands together. You have these really uh, uh, great businesses. You talk about it in your book, how you created and launched them out of, out of Hurricane Katrina, out of, you know, in that that space. How can consumers and local communities come together to help small businesses impacted by this COVID nineteen? Is there a solution set? Should 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 we galvanize behind small businesses? Like what are some, some ways and strategies that we can help small businesses? Absolutely. That's, that's a great question. You know, for consumers, I would tell them when we do open back up, go to those small businesses, you know, those, those businesses can provide the little things that you need, you know, the grocery store on the corner, the, the little boutiques, the, you know, small companies that may offer, you know, office supplies, you know, a lot of, a lot of small businesses should rely on their, their neighbors. Uh, you know, I wouldn't look to the big boxes right away. I would really take and invest my time in going out and supporting those small businesses, even from a local uh, government standpoint. You know, I know here in Louisiana, our mayor, Mayor Sharon Weston Broom, she is a huge component of small business, of, of being supportive to them. And, you know, we have Small Business Day, Small Business Week, Small Business Weekend, where everybody buys small business. And I think with that, that would help us to really get the economy back where it needs to be and also keep the doors open for a lot of these these small companies. I really like the idea of having a Small Business Day, a Small Business Weekend. And, and I think if you can talk to our listeners about ways that they maybe can increase their digital presence and better market themselves, um, maybe to potential online consumers of, of their brand to, to possibly help with elevating something like a small business day, small business week. Oh, absolutely. You know, when you look at, at small businesses and the social media, you know, we're in the digital age now. And one of the biggest things that I find, especially uh, when I talk to different clients is that they think that you have to have so much money to be able to get involved in this and you don't facebook is free instagram is free twitter is free you sign up you get your business uh page and you just start putting information out there you tell your friends you tell your neighbors hey follow me on instagram follow me on twitter follow me on facebook 
and then they start to get out and the more and more they start to share your stories share your news you know the word can get out about your business over the years i've been in business for 20 years i've never paid for an advertisement i've never paid for a radio ad a commercial ad everything i've done has been by word of mouth and when your reputation is good it speaks volumes for you out in the community that's fascinating in your book no secrets to elevation you talk about some of your crises moments and how you overcome those crises and but you know what like i want you to use all of this talent experience 20 years of of being a business owner um you know how can small businesses uh you know use this crisis moment to strategically develop bellwethers to encapsulate them from these non-programmed uh disruptions you did it and what would you suggest to them besides of course go get your book <laughs> absolutely <laughs> you know outside of going pick up my book no secrets to elevation i would tell them one you, you got to have faith and trust yourself you have to trust yourself first and foremost and trust god I, i'm a i'm a huge faith person people know that people that know me know that but i will tell you this look i've been i've been homeless i've had it all i lost it all got it all back again and at the end of the day you have to be prepared you know you nobody has a crystal ball as as you know doc said earlier but you still have to prepare as if you know what's coming you know and i i i did it it worked out for me i was able to look at you know opportunities and say okay take for instance hurricane katrina right when hurricane katrina happened i had just quit my job probably about three or four weeks before hurricane katrina happened didn't know what was going to you know that this this tragedy was coming but i immediately went researched how to do business with the federal government you know got my first contract for 2500 bucks all of a sudden i turn around i'm at $350,000 in 3 months you know i took advantage of a crisis and made it an opportunity because with every single crisis there's always opportunity for anybody you know every small business should be not only excited about that opportunity but not scared you know hmm. you're going to have to step out on faith and trust yourself that you can get the job done and that you have what it takes to make things happen and right now there are huge opportunities out there for small businesses huge opportunities you just have to get off your feet get off your butt get on your computer get on the phone and start researching and asking questions and making phone calls it sounds like a great opportunity for a, a shameless plug and some free advertisement so why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners how they can contact you um utilize your services talk about your book publish uh advertise that one more time <laughs> <laughs> so my company uh CMC Technology Solutions uh we are a full service IT firm uh you know we're out here definitely helping customers to convert over to remote working uh you know with cybersecurity and my other company SLT Technology uh if you're looking to get into the workforce into the tech workforce where where your company to go with we're training individuals getting them certified on the Oracle's platform uh to get them into these tech jobs and there are going to be millions of jobs available in the next uh couple of months the next year moving forward uh, especially with the the way things are going to go my book no secrets to elevation you can get it on amazon you can go to my website calvinmillsjr.com and you can follow me on all social media at calvinfmillsjr 
That's Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Good deal, man. That's just that's just been. I, I hate that our show is coming to an end, but this has been a phenomenal show. And on behalf of Dr. Tarver and myself, man, we're so incredibly proud of you. To our listeners, uh, this in our own defense podcast episode, uh, we've had uh, Mr. Calvin Alpha Mills Jr., uh, the author, the businessman, the CEO. Um, he's been here with us, um, and we've been discussing how individuals and small businesses can implement a deliberate strategy to avoid financial ruin due to COVID-19. Uh, this concludes our episode of In Our Own Defense, and we're your host, Attorney A.D. Winters and Dr. Dolores Tarver. For more information about our podcast, please follow us on social media at In Our Own Defense or email us at inourowndefense at gmail.com. Thank you for listening.